Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Lardy, Miss Clardy, and Company on BTR. I am your host, Lardy, Miss Clardy, and you are my co-host for today. And the subject that we're talking about today that is in the news is men being abused by wives, and it's not talked about enough here in America. Now, we're, I'm, coming to, I'm coming live with you here in Las Vegas with the good news, or you can look at it on your own, one way or the other, or bad news. But we are here. This is the place to be and to get heard right here on Blog Talk Radio. And as I said before, we're talking about husband abuse, about white supremacy, and society and what it has has effects, what effect it has on this subject that we're talking about uh, tonight. And what I wanted to talk to you about, according to marriagemission.com, they say when a man is a victim of his wife's abuse, he is both shamed by the assault of his wife and shamed by society for not controlling her better. Oh, my God. And men are considered wimps for letting their wives beat them or for complaining about their wives' attacks. For many men, taking it like a man means don't complain and don't show you are vulnerable in your pain. Now, I have something to say about this, and I'm going to be speaking my piece about it because I did not know anything about this subject and what and how men uh, are being abused. I never knew that this existed until I had a friend that I knew that talked to me about what was going on with him, and that he did not have a voice to be heard. Uh, he wasn't taken for uh, serious about what was going on because, one, we as women, all we know underneath our liberations is that they have courts that have protections for us. And, two, society does not you know, allow men to have feelings. At least that's what I thought. Now, if you are listening to this show, uh, call in at this call-in number of 563-999-3023 and listen in on the show. I have... My God, there's just so much that I did not know, but um, I am going to speak as honestly as I can about this. I just feel as though that uh, it's, it's, it's a mess, you know. Let's put it like this. How the hell did we, as women... How did we as women miss the boat when we were raising our women 
and our men children and our women children. I'm gonna put it like that. And we ended up not nurturing our young men to feel or to have feelings to say, ow, this hurt. How is it that society decided for us not to raise our men children to have a voice when they are being hurt? We've always seemed to applaud the young men. If something happened to them, some girl taking, you know, do some sexual towards them or anything, oh, that's a good thing. But what I'm finding out, it is not. I am amazed at what I'm listening to and hearing about dealing with this subject. But let me go and try to give a definition of why I put out there about white supremacy and about society, okay? And um, I have people, as we speak, that is on my phone trying to contact me because obviously I gave the wrong uh, number, but I'm going to put this number out again just in case you did not get it, which is 563 999-3023, okay? And for you to call in to this number, I apologize again for the delay and how I got on the radio, however I am here. And so I'm winging it, and I want you to wing it with me. Let's talk about what does white supremacy mean, especially when we're dealing with abuses, whether it's female women abuse or husband abuse, wife abuse, domestic violence together, okay? White supremacy or white supremacism is a racist ideology based upon the belief that white people are superior in many ways to people of other races, and that, and that therefore white people should be dominate, be dominant over other races. White supremacy has roots in scientific racism, and it often relies on pseudo scientific arguments, like most similar movements such as neo Nazism. Okay, uh, white supremacists typically oppose people of colors, whether it's Jew or non-Protestants. I'm going to say that I believe that there are other races that are involved in white supremacy and that they are all I consider to be the elitist, the one that have all the money, all the resources, and all the say-so, what can happen to you down here, and in some cases where you may not even have a voice, okay? But it's better to stand up than to be quiet and not say anything. Anything is possible when it comes to uh, uh, raising a voice about something like this, any type of victimization 
any type of inequality. It's just important that we should stand. Now, also, let me give you a a uh, well, let's see a definition about society. Now, the definition about society is a group of people involved in persistent social interaction or a large social group sharing the same geographical or social territory, typically subject to the same political authority and dominant culture expectations. Societies are characterized by patterns of relationships, social relationships between individuals who share a distinctive culture and institution. A given society may be described as some total of such relationships among its constituent of members in social sciences. A larger society often invents stratification or dominance, okay? patterns, or subgroups. Now, the reason why I'm reading that to you is because since one of the subjects that we are talking about this evening is on husband abuse, which is an activity, which is a uh, an activity that has to do with uh, one of the nine people activities that Neely Fuller talks about in his uh, book called The Compensatory uh, Textbook of Compensations of How to Act, How to Speak, and how to, you know, just how to conduct yourself in this area of what we call racism. And uh, you're probably saying, damn, Wendy, what the hell is you talking about? You keep going here and there. But this is what I'm talking about. We as a non-white race, it doesn't matter if you don't have the white skin and you have colored skin of any color, you are a product and a product to be sold. And even though we are the largest consumers there is to buy the products that are out there, we don't realize that we are actually being sold to. And what I mean by this is that in domestic violence, whether it is women or men, but tonight we're talking about men, which is a hush mouth and underneath the chimney somewhere roasting and never really get to be heard, is we're dealing with domestic violence. And in the court systems, Although that they have made laws and different things that are against people, uh, against being abused, especially for women, we have that privilege, okay? But men, we don't seem to have that privilege for them if they end up getting hit, beat on by women or mentally and emotionally uh, abused in some type of way, form, or fashion, they don't have that luxury to go and get and get help because men don't talk. Men don't tell. 
But I had an opportunity to talk to a gentleman, and that he was telling me about what was happening to him, and that he was still going through it. But my deal is, is let's talk about it and see what we could do to help people, especially men and women, <clears throat> to get out of these rooms with no doors or windows. So I decided to talk about this subject because it mattered to me, even though it may not matter to many, because it's such a hush mouth subject. And I told you, I'm the type of person that likes to talk on things that people are afraid to talk about. And this is the subject that you ain't going to find too many people on the radio to want to talk. They run from stuff like this. Now you figure out, we all figure out, and I'm figuring this out, it's why we can't get nowhere. I'm talking about as us as we as people of color. Why we can't get nowhere? Because we're scared to talk. We're scared to speak up. We're scared to share our stories. We're scared to come out the rooms with no doors and windows. But i got a bone to pick. Okay, with society, because I have heard society uh, be named schizophrenic. We have people that are against, you know, good things that need to heal and protect the people, and we need to come together. And then on the other side of the of society, they say, damn, y'all, it's about money. We don't care. You know what? You ain't got no rights, damn it. You know what I mean? And I'm not speaking in a language where you, like, say, oh, my God, Lardy, Miss Clardy, you're cussing. You're damn straight I'm cussing, but I'm cussing for a purpose. I'm not cussing because it's my M.O. I just don't come off cussing. But I'm sick and tired of our people. I'm talking about people of color. I'm talking about of all colors that are not considered a part of, you know, the white race. Um, and I'm not saying anything about the white race because you've got some people that are in the white race that don't agree with what's being done to the people of color, let alone to themselves. But when we talk about men being beat on and it's not readily talked about and it's not taken seriously, that bothers me because how did we as women, how did we miss the boat to teach our children, our male children, when somebody touch you wrong and you don't want that to be done, you have a right to speak up and stand up for yourself and let it be known. How is it that we as women, we got our liberty, our liberties in to be heard, to be protected because we're the weaker, and yet we have these people called bitches that's over here beating on, we ain't talking about bad men. I mean, and I'm not saying that bad men need to be beat up too, you know, at some point, but I'm saying, but when you got real men that's trying to do the right thing and we got bitches that's being bitches because they like control and we understand how we might have even became bitches because somewhere down the line we learned how to be that way because of some, some man that wanted to be in control. So we all learn 
learning how to be bitches when we have to or just because we can. But to me, it's mixed up and confused because we are not respecting each other and we're not helping each other and we're pulling against each other even more when we put our hands on one another because whatever the reason we say we can do it and then we go to court and then the court says you're wrong and then you go to jail and you get a label on you and a felony which then in return makes you then you can't you don't have no more rights now this is what's happening to our men and then our women roll up and they say oh, i can't find a man i can't find a man but that's not true all of our men because we have been given the right to do what we do and tell them then they have what they do put them in jail and then what then they lose all their rights to be able to get a job, get anything that will be able to take care of us as women because we done put a label on them. Now, just think if we turned that thing around and, and, and the men was able to do that to us. Is there any law that is out there that will protect the man as well? Because we do have some bullies. Yes, we do. I said bitches, but, you know, we got some nigga niggas that do some nigga nigga shit. Excuse me for saying that N-word, but that N-word is not to say I'm calling you out your name, but I am saying you're low down and dirty doing nigga nigga shit, you know, to people that don't deserve it. And we won't sometimes go and get help, mental, uh, go get a, go get a, a social worker, go get uh, some mental uh, help from some psychologist or sociologist, whatever you want to call this thing, some of us won't go and get help or even cry out for help. And do we really have laws that are available for our men that, uh, where they can have that protection. I'm upset with that, and I feel as though it is time for us to pull together women and to stand up for our man. If we say that we need our men, why can't we stand up for them to have the same equality if we hit them or we we abuse them mentally, emotionally, whatever, we give them the opportunity to have a way out instead of controlling them and trying to hold on to them any way, shape, or form. And our men uh, are looked at if they stay or if they tell wimps or, you know, that they can't, uh, they can't yell for help and then – we can't keep blaming each other either because men, you need to stand up and say enough enough of this is enough and walk off. And women, you need to do the same. How in the hell are we going to get out the room with no doors and windows if nobody will take a stand and have faith and stop? putting their hands on one another, stop the, the verbal abuse and all the rest. Now, the reason why I put all of that there and why I'm saying this is because as I did my research, I came up with this subject, and I found some information 
through the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. And did you know that one in four men have been physically abused, slapped, pushed, shoved by an intimate partner? And one in seven men have been severely physically abused, hit with a fist or hard object, kicked, slammed against something, choked, burned by an intimate partner at some point in their lifetime. And nearly one in ten men in the United States have experienced rape, physical violence, and or stalking by an intimate uh, partner and reported at least one measured impact relating to experiencing these or other forms of violent uh, behavior in the relationship. And some of them have gone as far as where the men are being fearful, concerned for their safety. Some even come out with post-traumatic stress disorder symptoms, you know what I mean, need uh, for health care, injury, or contacting their crisis hotline, need for housing services, need for victim advocate services, need for legal services, missed at least one day of work or school. What I am saying, you guys, is that why are we giving more money to the system that made this system to to feed off of our negativities, to get paid off of us. To me, that don't make sense. Why are we doing that? Why are we giving more money than what is supposed to be given? We know that we need money to live on. We know we need to work. They made the system to be this way. But do we have to make them rich off of our negative behavior, the conduct that we have against one another, negative conduct, negative things that we do. Why? The other, I'm going to add this why. Why do women use force or violence in intimate partner relationships? Do you know that women are five times more likely than men to be victimized by a spouse or partner, ex-partner, boyfriend, or girlfriend? However, a woman who used force or violence within the confines of an intimate partner relationship can be seen as either a victim or an aggressor. And as a victim, women who use force or violence are typically resisting, reacting, or defending against abuse from a partner in the relationship. But a woman may also be the perpetrator of abuse. That's what I wanted to get to. And though we acknowledge that women can be violent in relationships, research revealed that distinctive differences in women's motivations and intent and, and impact for their use of force. Use of force refers to physical, verbal, emotional, detrimental behaviors used towards an intimate partner to gain short-term control of chaotic, abusive, and or battering situations. And on the other hand, battering in contrast signify a pattern of coercive control, intimidation, and oppression effectively used to instill fear and maintain long-term relationship dominance. Now, the gentleman that spoke to me, 
that went through this, and I'm hoping that as time go, as I bring this gentleman on to be a guest on my show, that he will tell his story. But he has been in a long-term relationship of 15 years, and he has been verbally, emotionally, mentally abused by his spouse, by his wife. I don't know. They call these type of people, from what I'm hearing, henpeck because he ain't left. But that doesn't mean that he isn't getting some type of confidence to leave. Now, before I go any further, I just want to say a number of other studies point to a medley of reasons for battered women assaultive behaviors against men that result in the ranges of retaliation or punishing men for past hurt to gaining emotional attention, expressing anger, and reacting to frustrations as well as stress, okay? Now, although we have these specific reasons of why we do what we do, it still doesn't give us a right. Now, we should all have a responsibility to 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 say that we were at fault at some point in time in the relationship and that we don't keep blaming one another for the wrong that we do we all have a part to play in why the relationship failed it takes two and with that to say we just ought to come out of our denials and stop hurting one another. We, the, the system gets paid off of our negativity. Isn't it bad enough that we are underneath a, uh, a, a system that has all the resources, all the money, whatever, and all the say-so in nine people activity, according to what Neely Fuller talks about in his uh, book, okay, and I will talk more about Neely Fuller at another time, but understanding white supremacy is understanding what you should not do to cause more mental and emotional enslavement towards your brothers and sisters. That's all I'm going to say about it right now. I'll, I'll piece the pieces together later. But we need to quit giving them a reason to keep making money off of us. We are a product for them to make money off of. And we have no resources. We have nothing to fight against what is happening to us because we have not come to the realization that we are making them money. And so in the area of all negativity that we do, because we won't hold ourselves responsible and take care of our own business and solve our own problems, and we give it to the court system, and the court system then hurls it into what we have. I'm not saying that the system that we don't have is not a good system. It is broken and it needs some more fixing. But if we keep going along hurting ourselves 
and hurting one another as a non-white race, we ain't we don't stand a chance for things to get better because we won't come together and realize the wrong that we do. And shit, I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing what we go through because why? I don't see nobody in the community standing up and saying anything. They, uh, your voice is not being heard because of fear. But look at what we are keep doing to one another. That's fear enough. We don't even trust one another. So I'm just going to give a pause for the cause, and I'll be back. But just think about what I'm saying. Um, I'm saying that we need to quit being a product. Quit being sold. Quit being for them to quit making money off of you from your negativity. You need to quit. And one of them is in the area of domestic violence, what the women are doing to the men and what the men are doing to the women and all the stuff that we are doing to our children. All of this makes money. It's negativity. And they get rich off of what we are doing. Why can't we see this, the madness? I'll be right back.
theirs is a story rarely told, many too embarrassed to talk about it, let alone report it. These men have suffered all forms of abuse, emotional and even physical. Among them, a 56-year-old from Katlehong, he was retrenched from his job, couldn't provide for his family, stripped of his dignity, he was helpless. Enduring years of verbal, emotional and physical battering from his wife and children. I was on the brink of committing suicide. They threw stones at uh, objects like uh, ornaments in the kitchen. They threw it to me and they used vulgar words and they beat me, as I've shown you. Andy has the scars to show. The abuse of men seldom gets much attention. When you begin to say the word perpetrator, what comes into your mind is a man. When you say victim, it's the women and children. And I think we must move away from calling titles and this title suits this one, this title suits this one. The Sanke Gender Justice Network says only 3% of men report abuse. Not a high number of men for the simple, for the simple reason that a lot of them do, do fear to be stigmatized, you know, fear to be isolated by other men because the social script says you can't allow a woman to dominate you or to violate you or you can't even allow other men to dominate you. So men tend to die silent. There is no official statistics on male abuse in South Africa, but authorities are concerned. The Department of Social Development in Gauteng is also concerned about you know, abuse of men. They are also human beings. If abuse is happening against men, it, it really needs to be dealt with. In a society where it's still taboo for men to speak up about abuse, these men who filled these seats at Carol Shaw Center for abused men are the brave ones. Chris Alder Lewis, SABC News, Johannesburg.